Welcome to Chatting with Fate Accompli. I'm your host, Logan Wolf, and today I'm joined by my good friend, Scott Jacobson. Hi. And uh, bing bada boom, that's it. That's all there is. It's just us two. So I will give you three guesses <laughs> about in terms of what we are talking about today. Three. Scott, you don't count. <laughs> the glass ceiling faced by women in the workplace. Oh, I don't count? Okay, uh, uh, fuck, Scott, you got it. You nailed it. We were talking about politics. And since Scott said, Scott said that singular sentence, I'm going to go ahead and move on. <laughs> <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> uh, no, actually, today we're going to go ahead and talk about one of our favorite topics to talk about, apparently, anytime that we are just on a podcast by ourselves. <laughs> we're going to talk about Resident Evil. Woo! Because we haven't talked about it enough. <laughs> just got and logan in a podcast there's a resident evil in i mean honestly it is uh but it, this is a bit more justifiable this time because there was a dlc that came out a while ago now that i think about it for resident evil 8 that we finally got around to doing because mm -hmm. hey you know us here at chatting with fate accompli we are on top of things eight weeks later Eventually. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we fear to comply? Eventually. Eventually. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. I guess we're just, so I just, normally this is where I'd be like, oh, I don't want Logan to like go ahead and do a big uh, summary or whatever. But honestly, the DLC is only about four hours long. So, like, I don't even think it was that. Like, it took us like three and a half. Oh, was it? I, I think I, if you want to go check out and fact check Logan, you can go ahead and go to, uh, Digital Man One Two Three Stream Archives on YouTube.com or you do Digital listen. Man One Two Three at Twitch or something. I don't know. Uh, and check how long that vod was because I'm pretty sure we did it in a singular night. Um, we did. And then there was also ten minutes added on because Scott went to the bathroom. So uh, and then I predicted the rest of the DLC during those ten minutes. Uh, I actually went back and listened to that and yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you <Yeah>. got it. <laughs> it pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no. So, it, pretty short. Um, I guess we'll just kind of. I don't know if we want to start with like an overall feeling first, or just give a quick little summary because it is so short. Well, maybe real quick, because yeah. this isn't our first time through Resident Evil Village. We talked about it like, uh, <clears throat> shoot, it was like a year and a half ago at this point, wasn't it? Like, yeah, it, and that was like a three-hour episode. <laughs> it was right. really long. I, it's really catching up to me now how long ago that was. Yeah. Wow, that's weird. Yeah. Weird to think. Weird. Uh, but we had a whole uh, episode about that. In case you didn't watch it or listen to it, you listen. <laughs> I know you have a lot of free time. You don't have a lot of free time. So the fact that you're spending it listening to us, we really appreciate it. Keep on trucking, all right, kiddo? All right, what was I saying? I don't uh, know. Okay. I, I don't know what just happened. <laughs> if you didn't uh, listen to that episode, uh, we were like... We're kind of middling on Resident Evil Village, am I right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Obviously, I played through it like four times in a row, so it's got to be doing something. But like, I'm yeah. me personally, I'm like fifty-five, forty-five on it. Like, yeah. it, it's it does some really cool stuff. It yep. does some really bad stuff. Yes. <laughs> and a lot of in between that is a lot of very boring stuff. Yes. Or just really bland and morose. Looking at you. <laughs> Oh, that's at the bottom of the bottom. The, yeah. the barrel had to go to a store to buy a new bottom for itself because it, <laughs> it went that far down. Oh, my goodness. Uh, 
so yeah like it, the basically what i'm saying is the the sky was the limit with this one to like do yeah. something because it was very it was very medium yeah and so i mean it, it takes place 16 years after the end of village so yeah pr- probably spoilers for village and it the DLC itself. I don't know. We're just gonna start talking, honestly. Yeah, just go for it. <laughs> uh, it it's basically billed as a uh, an end to the Winters saga. So stuff with Ethan Winters, and you know, I guess Mia and now his daughter Rose. This is apparently it. And with the benefit of hindsight, saying that now, honestly, I'm a little angry. They. It was such a lie. Because <laughs> like it implies that this is like this is where the story's been going. You know, this is where our storytelling concludes it caps off which is obviously not the case because this is very clearly a case of oh shit we need to make dlc now don't we seven had like five dlcs we probably need one don't we (laughs) and then and then they just like it's like i'm sitting here now talking to you about this logan and i it's like i feel like we could have done this episode like four weeks ago without having played it and nothing would change yeah and i keep we'll see that's the thing happens it's because I the thing is, the reason I wanted to play it is because I kept seeing videos and like stuff being like, oh, the Resident Evil 8 DLC is so good. It's so good. It's like, oh, man, this is really good. And I was like, you yeah, know, you know, well, let's try it. Let's, you know, we should probably try it because we have it. Might as well try it. And yeah. We actually played through it and we finished. And I'm just like, who the who is saying this is so good? Like, I'm so confused. <laughs> why? Why? I that was I like. Know. Uh, spoilers real quick it was mediocre at best and that's me being generous like jesus christ that's the kindest i've heard him talk about this like, period. Uh, yeah i mean and that's the kindest i'll ever talk about it because good lord was that such a fucking waste of time yeah. i i <laughs> so it was a mixture of my bad sleep habits but also the DLC itself, I will be 100% honest. If you watch that VOD, I am half asleep during, like, half of that fucking playthrough. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I become, like, unresponsive at points because I'm literally trying to keep my eyes open. Like, it's... Yeah. No, literally, like, most of the conversations <laughs> I started was basically poking you. Like, hey, <laughs> are you still there? Yeah. What do you think about it? Hey because jesus fucking christ i'm just like i'm like uh, 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 yeah mm, mm, mm. writing and, <laughs> and i don't know if it's just like because it's so short because i i think that buried in there somewhere there's like good material for something like six or seven hours but they yeah. just like cram so much just like half-baked stuff into like half that time that it's just like it's everything it does is very underwhelming you talked about when we were playing it like there's a thin line between an homage to you know what came before and yeah. just doing it again yeah <laughs> and it, it it feels like if resident evil village is like a picture shadows of rose isn't even the paint samples <laughs> it's like a, someone spilled a little bit in the lowes parking lot and that's what we have yeah, like, Resident Evil 8 and its DLC have this weird phenomenon where, well, I guess Resident Evil 8, like or Resident Evil Village, so the main game itself, the, the first half of the game was actually pretty fucking solid. Like, we really liked a lot of what happened in the first part. Mm-hmm. And then halfway through, it gets like, like, uh, 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 not that the DLC, not that the DLC had anything amazing in the first half, but 
it really was walking that line of like, okay, like this can be an homage or this could just be doing it again. We're kind of straddling that line, but it's nothing too egregious. And then as soon as that halfway point is over, it fucking nosedives into just do it again. Like, and it's just like, oh, great. Fantastic. They're just being lazy. Love it. <laughs> well, even before, like, because it, it there's like three. So the whole thing takes place not like in reality, but in like a fungus reality. Because Rose yeah. has powers due to whatever happened to her fungus. in Village was weird, man. <laughs> and so now she's like half fungus or something like that. And so she's yeah. communicating with a remnant of the big fungus trademark. And so it's like divided into three. They call them stratums of fungus. I don't, I don't know, but that's what they call it. And so, yeah. like, they take they're basically replicas of places from the original game. So the first strata is the castle, Castle de Matresque. Yeah. And then the second one is the dollhouse, and then the third one just kind of is the last act of village, <clears throat> just speed like the speed run. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just like the village burning or whatever like that. But Very like, much. even in the first part with the castle, it follows almost the exact same template as Ethan's journey in the castle. He goes in bumbles around goes to the dungeon goes back out of the dungeon <laughs> and it, it almost at like the same rate but the thing is ethan could explore you know the entirety of castle dimitrescu you technically it looks like you can but it this dlc is it feels very linear even if yeah. it's not technically linear it's basically you have to go here because door number two <clears throat> isn't unlocked until you find the door key in room number one and so you pretty much just have to follow a very set path. It's like a sightseeing tour through yeah. all of the locations we went through in Village. So, that, see, so I would argue, like, even before Halfway, it's just it's just ripping it off. Well, see, I'm not saying it's not ripping it off. I'm just saying I think in the first half is, well, basically just in the castle, actually, is mm -hmm. it was riding that line. Because, yes, were we still going through the castle again? Sure. But we had a, well, not a brand new villain, but, like, a villain that, it's the Duke now all of a sudden. I don't know why, but it was him. And it's just like, okay, that's strange. There was mm -hmm. a new enemy type. And it's like, okay, that's strange. And it was still having the kind of like the fresh newness of like, oh, third person and like different mechanics. And we're kind of using those to go through this same area. So it's like, okay, it's not like entirely the same thing. It's different enough where i th mm. i'm not immediately like okay this is just a rip off like whatever and then we get to the dollhouse and then i'm just like okay this is the same this again that, because like i i get what you're saying because yeah the mask and whatnot that shit again and it's just like okay like we had shiny new mechanics to kind of play with at least so that's where it kind of yeah. like didn't completely nosedive for me and then it completely nosedived because it you literally do the exact same the dollhouse is the exact same you do the exact same thing the exact same shit happens to you in the dollhouse and then it kind of goes off a little bit but but at that point you're already so far off the deep end that you can't really pull yourself back up so right so I, but it is it, yeah. it is it does take after village in the respect that the dollhouse bit is the best part yeah yes true because <laughs> yeah. I, I actually do like the part where you're being pursued by these mannequins who freeze when you look at them yeah uh, particularly when there's more than one because in contrast to the main campaign of village shadows of rose takes place in the third person yeah and so i don't know if this was intentional but i remember thinking it was a really cool moment when i'm backing away from the one and at that point there's only been one and yeah. then 
in the corner of the camera, I see I'm backing up into another one. Yeah. And like, that's cool. That's the most playful thing with like form Resident Evil has ever done. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Except that's the, that's the one thing, though. <laughs> of this, the well, part. I don't know if maybe it's just us or again, like the dollhouse, you know, definitely best part. But the scary bit kind of just devolved into not even not necessarily the uh, we didn't use the oh, excuse me technique that we used with the baby. We just used the all right, I'm just going to keep my camera pointed in this same direction because right nothing's going to move at me from the other way. And I don't really have to juggle anything because even with the thing showing up behind you, you're just like, oh shit, a second one. It's not actually moving at you though until you right. like back into the room and then it activates and they're both coming at you from the same direction anyway. So it's just like, right. Who cares? <laughs> right. Right. It was, it is very easy to stop them. It's very easy. Like, and which kind of sucks. Cause, cause I think I immediately made the reference or maybe it was you. I, I think it was me though, that they basically work on, well, they're like uh, weeping oh, angels, yeah. except weeping angels are so much faster so and, and I right. get it like it has to be fair but I do like that concept mm -hmm. but it's just like you just keep backing up and look in the same direction that's all you have to do and every right. so often you have to like maybe look one way for like half a second and then turn back and they're still in the doorway <laughs> it's just right. like right. well that's the thing yeah weeping angels you know you turn around you turn back around and all of a sudden they are up on you yeah. Whereas with the mannequins in village, you can you literally watch them come up to the point in which they stop. Yeah, that that would have been creepier, I think, if you just turn around and they're closer. And they're just closer. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Kind of like uh, travel time. Kind of they should have. Uh, they if they were just since they were just ripping things off, they should have just took uh, how the peanut works in a SP, uh, SCP Foundation. Where and I don't know if maybe they could add this in, but basically how he works, he works the same way as the Weeping Angels, uh, but it's they added it in. And I, again, I don't know how you could necessarily do it. Oh, maybe if like they made the flashlight flicker or something, so you technically couldn't see them. But they have a mechanic where whenever the peanut is close, you all of a sudden have a blink mechanic where you have to blink every so often. So even if you're just like backing up and staring at him, you blink, and that gives him an opportunity to go. <gasps> you know, like at you. So you really have to manage looking at him, you know, like closing things off while also managing your blink meter because blinking, you know, that's a human thing. Like if with the weeping angels and with the peanuts or with the peanuts, blinking is a legitimate danger where because they move so fast, if you blink, they might actually be able to fucking get you if even with that short span. Uh, mm. I kind of wish they had implemented a bit more of that, I guess, because I, yeah, I could that, that. could have made it a lot scarier if you're just like, and now because of just supernatural bullshit, your flashlight is like, and you, maybe they could have made it where you have to have the light on them instead of just looking at them. Right. The light stops them. But every now and yeah. then there's like a second where it's like flicker, flicker, and then like two yeah. seconds off and then it comes yeah. back on. And so you then really have to it's like manage... 10 seconds on flicker, flicker off. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to manage where you are. And again, that's not even that's, that's not even like unique. I feel like that sounds really familiar to another game, but I can't name it. But I think it'd be more interesting than just fucking backing up the entire time. <laughs> 
No, I think we said the exact same thing about the baby too. Cause I remember we yeah. were talking about, we, we ring around the Rosie did and it'd be cool it's, if, you know, it wouldn't yeah. do anything, but if the flashlight went out, like, yeah. Ah, where's the baby? Oh, the baby's yeah. still there. But you know, still that moment. Yeah. Just because like, if the flashlight goes out and you push yourself a little too fast, maybe he's, he's just like, Oh, juking you. And he turns back around on you. Right. So just, yeah. I don't know, just a little something to make it a bit scarier because like, sure, there's that tension for like, oh, man, this could be really cool. And then nothing changes. And you're just like, well, there goes all the tension. <laughs> right. It's definitely better than the forced stealth that follows it, though, when you're a little small and you have to oh, walk around. Yeah. I don't like those missions. It's just it just turns into waiting. Does. I didn't go. And they I don't even wait. I don't even know if I, I well, you know what I was going to say? They don't even insta kill you. I don't know if I prefer the insta kill or not, because I don't know. Like, you don't get punished for getting caught like so i don't right. fucking get it but then yeah. at least if anything i think it was necessary at one point or at least if it wasn't i don't know how you would have gotten through it otherwise <clears throat> well you could also blow them up with your superpowers or whatever but yeah i don't know the, you like you could probably take like three hits if you got right. caught in stealth and they only hit you once and then they die and they go away forever and it's just like what mm-hmm. uh, like I guess I appreciate that I don't have to replay the whole section again, but like, right? There's no consequences for my actions, right? No, I'm in the same state where I'm like, okay, well that wasn't terrifying, <laughs> but I'm not gonna get no. mad about it because I don't yeah. want to have to redo the whole yeah, bit. Yeah, so it's yeah. I'll I'll take it. You know what? That's fine. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we the, do. The, the, yeah. The disappointing thing about that part, though is that I feel like it had, it, it was probably the part with the most potential to be expanded on. Yeah. If it was a bigger thing, just because of the way it includes Evelyn. Like, that, like each strata has its, I guess, master. I guess, yeah. like, the Duke is in the first one, or I guess whatever Fungus Duke counts as. Yeah. Which, side note, I don't, the voice actor does a great job, and also does, he, does. I, he sounded way more like Joker than I remember him sounding. He did. Like, well, may, it's, maybe it's just because of the nature of his lines. He didn't really get to, you know, be maniac. I feel like the Duke and yeah. the other no, no, you're, you're absolutely right. is a lot more, yeah, uh, a lot more tame. He's a lot more amicable. For. Yeah. yeah. He's a businessman. He's here to do yeah. business. The other yeah. guy's here to make you jumping down for his amusement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, what I, I, so I, I like him. I like Duke. Uh, Duke is never a negative. It's fine. Yeah, uh, true. <laughs> but but like Evelyn, like they just kind of throw Evelyn in. When like Evelyn's never really been like that developed a character, and I don't know. I feel like it might have been if they lent more into like because she wanted to be the baby, you know, like that, and now she's faced with Rose, who is the baby. Yeah. Like like I don't know. I mean, I know this is Resident they... Evil, so acting for asking for like big strong character moments is like asking for a frog to not sit in the pool in the pool of water. But like <laughs> I don't know. Like it, it felt like there was something there, you know? Like we were I, talking it... about this when in the village stuff where I, we were wondering if that would come into play with yeah. Rose, like her and Evelyn, but Yeah. I don't know what do they... you think. If they since my whole thing is if they wanted to add an Evelyn because as soon as I saw Evelyn, I was just like Oh my fucking god, Evelyn from seven again, and they shoehorned her into eight or whatever. Like, great, fantastic. We have her again. I was just like, I don't care. Mm. But maybe if they they should have committed fully to Evelyn being the antagonist, if for the mm. DLC instead of the dumb shit they did in the third act. Yeah, uh, yeah. That definitely could have been a lot better, and have the whole thing being heard trying to get rid of rose or i don't know something like that 
Or even but... just do the weird body inhabit thing that I think was trying to happen yeah. by the other villain. But like, yeah, like I maybe maybe I'm just Silent Hill three poisoned. But I remember talking about like that'd be kind of cool because you know two sides of the same coin. Like maybe there's some sort of like you know the good Evelyn, dark Evelyn, or something like that. Like this duality between the two that can so clearly exist and yeah. like we can do something with. And then it's like. Evelyn just kind of shows up and I know she's like, she's the one like tormenting her with the dolls and stuff like that, but it's like, I don't know. It's like, whatever. Well, but why is you she know? doing dolls? I don't get that. I don't know. Right. Well, see, they could twist that too. Cause that's what sisters do. They play with dolls and they, she could like, you know, put it on its head a little bit more, but I don't, don't... it's not one of those things where I feel like I'm doing the work there. I don't feel like that's what yeah. they were thinking. I also, they, they... <sighs> god all the fucking like high school bully shit i was just like <sighs> right well like even that like they just they that just it feels so much like did you hear what happened to rose instead of like yeah. oh hey that's happening to rose yeah so shoehorned i just it's like jesus christ and it's just like the right. most generic thing you can think of and yeah i get it mm-hmm. bullying does happen but i don't know can we not make it like every other thing that ever fucking existed like also why is she going to like normal school like like wait hold on (laughs) like what she's like there's a lore bio weapon like Like, what the fuck she goes to school and we see in her journal she's like i'm happy for school and you know the things go bad because she's a weird fungus kid but then she makes mention like chris is like her legal guardian or something like that in this situation where he's explaining to the teachers like no it's okay she's just a bio weapon it's like (laughs) wait why, what, why, what's the situation here yeah what what like what the fuck like what do you mean like why isn't she in like a special private school like i i don't get it like why is she I get, in school that's a good question well or sorry i meant more like why isn't she like being why isn't she in like uh special not bsaa but like i don't know like an umbrella run school why isn't she being homeschooled by like this i don't I, and then, I mean, if they want to give her like a normal life or something like that, sure, I guess. But like, <laughs> sorry, you're a fungus kid. You don't get that. Yeah. <laughs> you're a bioweapon. <laughs> Way to stereotype the fungus kids, Logan. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you are <sighs> a fungus kid, we are sorry. Yeah. For the fact that you're a fungus, you're kid, a fungus, kid, fungus kid. kid. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd. Oh, shit. Now we're the bullies. <laughs> Scott, mom said it's my turn on the brain cell. Get off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I spent it all on Resident Evil Virgin Base. <laughs> ah, shit. Um, uh. But then we come to the final act, and the worst part of fucking DLC is hey, uh, guess what, fuckos? It's Miranda again. Hey, with the exact Miranda, same motivation everyone. and the hey. exact same thing. Uh, uh, Ethan shows up uh, guys if you didn't notice there there's been writing on the wall this whole time that was ethan that was ethan the one good thing in the fungus yeah you're telling me it was the man who was the fungus yeah because they said very explicitly in the beginning of the dlc that the memories of people that expire near the fungus can get trapped in the fungus and then if you remember ethan blew himself the fuck up in the middle of the fungus so mm-hmm. and apparently, yeah, it's still and I guess, yeah, Ethan just didn't. So the whole thing with this DLC, with this reveal with Miranda and doing the exact same thing in the exact same boss fight pretty much means that everything Ethan did in Resident Evil Village didn't matter a shit. 
because well, Miranda's see, like, still around. But and, like, here's the thing that like it gets the weirds me out. Like you're right, her motivation is the same, and I think, I think whatever she's planning to do will have bigger consequences. But like, remember, this whole DLC isn't taking place in the world. It's taking place yeah. implied within a fungus. Yeah. Like Rose is thinking really hard in the fungus, and all of this is—I can't remember. All of this is like in the fungus. Like, is this sure. actually a, a threat to the world? Like, this is—I don't. She's I don't know. she's sleeping, and this is happening inside of a jar. Yeah. Like, what's the what 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 happens? Because like Miranda's goal has always been to re revive her baby that died yeah. of the Spanish flu or whatever. And that's still her goal. In what what does the success of that goal look like? Is Rose going to become the child who I don't think should exist in the fungus because she died outside of the fungus? But I don't. Well, I'm just, I, I go just... explaining the supernatural <laughs> fungus again. I'm going to say that, and also like Miranda's just like, yeah, I I made K, I made the illusion. It's just like, but wait, how? Like I know she's, I know Rose is yeah. like a fungus kid, but. She had to she had to concentrate really hard to get into the fungus sample. Also, why was there a fungus sample? Was K even real in the first place? Like, I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? Apparently he is. And he's part of Chris's squad that they, you know, they gave him in Resident Evil Village for like, I don't know, his tenure. Like, that's his squad. That's Chris's squad. Who the heck are these people? <laughs> Why does Resident Evil Six like Resident Evil Six did the same thing? Where it's like, this is Chris's squad. Oh no, they're all gone. It's like, why do you keep giving Chris squads? It doesn't end well. Because Chris is a military man. He's gotta have a squad. Uh, <laughs> have my boys and women were applicable. <laughs> I guarantee you that's why that was Chris is like the military character. So he has to have a squad. I bet you that it's that service level. Right. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so yeah, how Miranda lured her, how all this happened is very much kind of just like because fungus and that's all the explanation you'll ever get. And then I mean, to be fair, a... that's pretty much all the explanation we had for a lot of things. But yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I feel like it's worse in this case. Um, right, right. And then you have your boss fight with Miranda, which is basically the same thing. I don't remember the Miranda boss fight well enough to know if there was anything new. But it was basically. I, th- I yeah. know it was the same, basically. So it was the exact same thing. You beat her. You have a goodbye moment with Ethan, which is just a bunch of fucking empty platitudes. <laughs> and then Rose wakes up. And then the fucking cutscene from the end of Village plays. And we're back where we fucking started. And it turns nothing out, happened. <laughs> turns out that whole thing happened before the final scene of Village. And Which... so <laughs> the triumphant end of the Winter Saga, the end happened a year and a half ago, hon. Yeah. <laughs> like... Nothing changed. Well, the only thing that changed is, well, actually, no, nothing changed. So no, nothing say, changed. The power situation <laughs> changed. No, it didn't change. No, it stayed the same. I, I, it's, and we I, all lived happily ever after. Like, I I remember when we did the DLC and we saw that scene, I remember thinking, like, it's nice that Ethan got to talk to Rose. But when I say that, I don't mean, like, it's good. That's good for the story they talked to Rose. I mean, like, in the moment, it's nice. They got to talk. 
Like, it's just happy stuff. But, like, I feel like it felt so empty. I told you, it's a bunch of empty platitudes. That's all they talk to each other in. And then we fucking left. Yeah, you're, you're right. It's just like it's like I, why why did they need to I guess have that conversation I guess like they didn't I was telling you they're in Tales of Arise it's so much more powerful and so much more well, I say realistic in a fucking Resident Evil game with like super fungus pardon <laughs> you uh, said the word fungus how many times in this episode Logan <laughs> and we will continue to do so. But in Tales of Arise, they do it so much better with like, an, well, this is more like an estranged son and like parent having a like a rocky relationship rather than like a parent just being, you know, dead. Uh, but they did it so much better where like eventually like it shows you, first of all, it shows you the kids still having a rocky relationship with the father like the first couple of times. And then eventually he comes around and then his father gets horribly injured. And that's like where he decides like, fuck, you know, like I need to switch. I made a mistake. And then when they go to have their reconciling conversation where he's trying to tell him, I'm sorry, guess what? The dad dies and he never gets to apologize to him while he's alive. It's fucking heartbreaking. And the rest of the game, he literally has to try and deal with the fact he never got to tell his dad he's sorry and he has to just deal with that fact and it's 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 awful it's it's tragic and it's great character writing (laughs) (laughs) and obviously it's a different sort of relationship to what we're dealing with here yes but i i agree with the sentiment that you know it, it it almost doesn't even feel like ethan's ever really gone for rose no like she, she never has to deal know. with it. <laughs> right. And so it kind of, he just shows up and she's like, my father. It's not even really like a revelation. Like, you're my dad. It's like, it's my dad. It's my, it's dad. my dad. It's my dad. It's my dad. He's Ethan. Ethan Winters. He's here to say. Rose move! And then, he moved, and then he moved her. <laughs> he did move her. You're right. Yeah. And then Mia never shows up. Yeah, yeah. What happened? They she makes a like a offhand remark. Rose does where she's like, "I haven't seen mom in ages." It's like, why? Yeah, we were we both literally went, "Why?" And then the game was like, (laughs) "Moving on." The game's like, "Well, sorry, couldn't hear you." More fungus. Yeah, I mean, that's I actually think that's literally what it did. (laughs) Yeah. Like, there's no like. Is there a reason? Like me and it's not like well, I got to keep all this a secret from mom. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Mom was the first fung. She knows yeah. all the gus going on around here. Uh, and we never know. got, and then we never got any word. See, I thought maybe, I don't know, and we didn't get any word on like, oh, the BSAA is uh, producing bioweapons, and Chris is just like, we need to go to the, like the Europe HQ. Right nothing about that it's no. just like um yeah all right. <laughs> and i imagine that that's mostly just cues for nine and I, I i imagine that they're emphasizing this is the end because they're gonna make the they already kind of did this with village specifically you know at the ending where they're just yeah. kind of passing it on to chris and like i guess the chris is going to be in the next one Christ. and maybe that's the central thing but what i want to know is wait so is it actually taking place 16 years after village i i don't know see that's the thing i thought maybe they were gonna do a weird thing because rose is a fungi baby and like maybe she just grew up super fast because like i feel like there was something right. similar to that happening in village i don't remember where the like the lore of that is but i thought it was gonna be something it, it like was that in uh it was in seven where uh oh seven 
I I don't know the exact timetable, but Evelyn was a little girl. Oh, and then, but it turns yeah, out a... that she's actually been the old lady who's been in the Baker house yeah. because she was just aging rapidly or something. Yeah. So and I you pointed it was... out near the beginning, there was a, yeah. a village like Rose's birth certificate had her as like, yeah, know, like, like a huge baby. Pretty heavy. Yeah. Like a really big baby. I was yeah, like, like, oh, a 20 pound baby. With... It's like, yeah. Damn, me, me, I needed to be on like a month of bed rest, no doubt. Yeah, and it's just Not like, like oh, rock. are we gonna do something with that? No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, and we didn't know explicitly before that, so it could have been, you know, just a little bit faster. But now that Capcom's been like, they laid it on the table, it's been 16 years. My question is, are they gonna try and pull something like, is it going to continue right after Village, Resident Evil 9? Because if it does... Then, you know, which makes sense because Chris, I don't think, would just let the investigation rest for 16 years. <laughs> for 16 years, uh, yeah. Uh, then, if anything threatens the world, we know it's going to be fine. I mean, we know it's probably going to be fine anyway because it's Resident Evil, but still, it's like, True. well, Rose seems okay. <laughs> yeah. 16 years, she's fine. She's taking a bus. Seems okay. Yeah. The school still exists. Right. It's probably fine. <laughs> yeah. But, and they didn't even, like, <laughs> give us a little more detail on the last scene. Like, they didn't even be like, oh, no, yeah, it's the it is Ethan thing. over there. Or yeah. maybe it's not. Maybe it's Chris wearing Ethan's jacket. Well, wait, yeah. Rose was wearing the jacket. He's just, he's got magic hands. He can move it like that. <laughs> but, like, they didn't do anything like that. It's literally the same scene. If I had to sum up the Rose DLC in just, like, one sentence... I'd sum it up as three and a half hours of my life I'm never getting back. Accurate. I would... <laughs> and like the thing is, like this, we're talking story stuff in Resident Evil. Like, yeah, first off, that's kind of our fault. <laughs> but like the second thing, like I could forgive a lot if it, like the if the whole selling point of like Rose and her powers was, was fun use her powers and added something to gameplay. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted another avenue to just aim at an enemy for a while, <laughs> Rose's powers are great. Yeah. Her What's that? Kinda... You want more? Okay. Aim at the environment a bit. Yeah. The powers. Suck What's ass. that? <laughs> you want more? We'll get out. Yeah. Leave. The powers suck so much. It's just like a flashbang shotgun, basically. You just. It's really. A... Enemies back away. Yeah. And then they do. That's it. <laughs> yay at least until the end where what even was it like ethan grants her his magical fungus powers to enhance her attack what was the even attack i don't even remember what it looked like was it, it wasn't know. like a, we were joking that it was going to be a uh, kamehameha man, man. <laughs> but like i don't i feel like if I'm remembering right, Miranda's own attack obscured it. I don't know what I did to her. Yeah. She just fell from the sky. I, I don't remember. Yeah. That was it was very underwhelming. It yeah. like it it offered a unique twist on the Resident Evil formula. Like, hey, we don't really have a character with outright superpowers. We <clears throat> kinda did in six, but that's spoiling, so don't talk about that, Logan. Stop that. Oh. But like that would be that'd be cool to mess around with. You know, and that's the whole crux of the plot. She wants to get rid of her powers. So let's, you know, see what these powers can do. They don't do I anything. mean, why do you want to get rid of them at this point? <laughs> yeah, like, they're basically know. a non-factor in anything. It's just yeah. basically, and that, that I think is what really is disappointing. It's just more Resident Evil gameplay. And I know it's DLC. And I know it's like to be expected. That It's just, 
it's just disappointing that they yeah. had such a prime hook and then they did absolutely nothing with it. All they did was decide to, okay, it'll stop enemies and make you play a really annoying mini game halfway through where you have to guess the right thing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It, mm. it, yeah. Mm. Mm. Just mm. 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 <laughs> right at the timer, just going. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that basically just sums up my whole thoughts on it. Just. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, the production value is still, you know, at Village's level, which is really good. The set yeah. sounds good. The I thought the voice acting was pretty good. I, yeah. I think mostly it just came down to Rose not feeling super developed as a character. Yeah. Uh, but the actress did as best, you know, as they would with the material. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's just, it was just very, it was just pointless, I feel. It's very pointless. Like, we, very it literally so. just, it ended where it began, and it didn't, you know, retroactively deepen the stuff that we saw. Nope. you know before like oh now i get the importance of that scene the only thing it really adds is that rose had a line like yeah i know he'd be proud of me and now we know like well okay but now he's we know he said it so now she, she's not just talking out of her ass she knows <laughs> yeah. that he would say that I, was just saying, I, feel like, I feel like it even lessens what happened in village because apparently for 16 years it didn't do anything so rose had to go finish it so it, it kind of like retroactively fucking lessened what <laughs> happened in right, eight so right. Right. Great. Thank and you. It, Love it's it. not even like it's not even like Ethan's been fighting Miranda in the fungus for 16 years. Like she barely she like was surprised like you're here too. Yeah. Like what have you been doing in the fungus for 16 years? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, well, <laughs> on that note. <laughs> speaking of like the DLC, we're going to go ahead and make this a short episode. Consider this the DLC to our Resident Evil 8 uh, review. Do that. Do that. Consider it like that. Right. Uh, thank you, everybody, that, for listening. That'll be 20 bucks, please. Yeah, tw- thank you. Uh, please and thank you. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening, if you made it this far. Uh, thank you, for Scott, uh, for joining me on this episode. And uh, everybody, you have a good rest of your whatever, and you look out for them fungus kids. You watch out. They're lurking, apparently.